relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. This episode of the America First podcast with me, Sebastian Gorka, is brought to you by Franklin Armory. Shop freedom, quality, and innovation at franklinarmory.com. Franklin Armory, we are facilitators of freedom. But now for what the scorpion would actually be useful for, which is multiple enemies of the state at very awkwardly close distance. Lemonade stand, die filthy capitalist pigs. Have a nice day. I know it's only a 32 ACP caliber weapon, but that's uh, some pretty good uh, muzzle control on a weapon with the cyclic rate that the uh, little scorpion does. I love that clip. Why? Not because it's simply a celebration of firearms and toxic masculinity, but it reveals the deep-hidden thespian talents of our special guest for the manhood hour today. He's known as um, the AK guy. Brandon Herrera, welcome to this special edition of America First. Thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure. I was watch- While we were playing that clip, I was watching you on, on the little Skype connection. You didn't look very comfortable. Do you not like watching videos of yourself? Are you like one of those actors who say, oh, <laughs> I've never seen the movies I'm in. I can't watch that stuff. I watch my own videos quite a lot to critique myself, <laughs> and I hate it. I hate watching my videos around other people. Because I just, I, I feel like I have to look down. It's all everybody, pull, you know, they want to talk you up at a party or something. They're, oh, yeah, look at what he does. I'm like, no, 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 give me the, give me the remote. Uh, and why then do you add the hilarious bloopers to the end of your films? Because I think that's some of the best stuff. I, I guess it just shows that, you know, at the end of the day, we, we're just having fun. And we don't take ourselves that seriously. Like a lot of the stuff is just very dark humor. And so, like, we're not we're not being serious about most of the stuff we say. We're just having fun. All right, guys, if you're not familiar with him, you got to follow him. It's one of my favorite YouTube channels. It's the AK guy. You can also follow him on Twitter at the AK guy, Brandon Herrera. Uh, and it's it's you know it's informative. He has a passion for a certain platform built by a certain uh, Soviet sergeant uh, in the tank corps. Um, but it's also funny. It's really good. Kind of subtle humor and dark humor. Um, you've been you on my show. Uh, you know what they say about dark humor, right? No. What do they say, Brandon? It's just like food. Not everybody gets it. <laughs> oh, my. Now, that, that's a perfect example. A perfect example. All right. Uh, you've been a regular guest on my show on, on the Friday Second Amendment uh, hours where we have a special guest every Friday uh, sponsored by Car Firearms. Now we're having you here for something else because I, I think you are a good example of toxic masculinity. Uh, but let's first, for those who aren't familiar with you, 
they will send their apologies uh, very, very soon. Um, who is Brandon Herrera? Where do you hail from? And what is it that you do exactly? What is it that you do here? Yeah, I, uh, if, if you're not familiar with me, it's probably because you're a well-adjusted adult. Um, but basically, my entire thing is trying to bring uh, firearms education to the forefront while also being just using, the, using entertainment to do so. So whether that's firearm safety or just teaching people about the mechanics of guns, maybe taking some of their favorite guns and showing, okay, we know what this thing does, but how does it work? Because gun design is kind of my passion. So that, that's kind of been where, where we go about that. You just lied for a whole minute there. It's not about guns and gun safety. It's about one stinking platform. Can you be a little bit specific as to uh, your no. name, please? Okay. It's not guns in general. Well, so I do have quite an affinity for the AK platform specifically. Uh, but I, I'm not a, a monogamist when it comes to weapon platforms. I kind of I run the gamut, and uh, I, I, my objective at the end of the day is to have one of everything. Just have a giant reference library of every – you know, there's only so many ways you could shoot a projectile down a barrel, but I want to know every way people have tried to do it. That's so un-American. Why do you only want one of each? I'm not saying I don't have multiples of my favorites. Oh, okay, right? good. Okay, so, so your goal is at least one. At least, at least one reference item, maybe a couple. Like, for example, I have a collection of Makarovs by different nationality because I just think Makarovs are neat. They're, you know, not exactly a great handgun, but I no. think they're kind of sexy. Come on, you got to admit the CZ-83 is like a light year ahead of it. Depends. The fire control group is a little... I've seen those break before, and I've never seen a Makarov fire control group break. Yeah, because it was built by flipping Neanderthals. All right. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, one, one last uh, question before we get into the meat of what is ostensibly the manhood hour. You have, you know, a certain proximity, if not, you know, more than just geographically, to things to do with North Carolina and a, a certain military bla- base that I have frequented literally hundreds of times. So why the heck the AK and not the AR that our Green Beret buddies and the airborne uh, troops use at Fort Bragg? For sure. So I, I grew up uh, in Fayetteville, North Carolina, kind of on Fort Bragg. And so I, I, was, I had a big exposure to the military growing up. Uh, it took me a very, you know, it took a decent way through my childhood to realize that when you grow up, joining the military isn't just what you do. <laughs> that's just what all my friends' dads did and whatnot. So I'm like, okay, that's just your career path in life because that was just kind of the, the military mindset of that that area. Uh, but really, what got me on the AK was uh, was my dad took me shooting. Uh, he he had just picked up an AK. He's like, son, this is how this thing works. Basically, gave me the basic introduction to the platform i think i was like eight eight years old and then uh we'd go a couple times like over the next couple of years he would just kind of show me and he'd be like all right well you know now you've shot it and i I really think he just didn't want to clean it but he he showed (laughs) me how to clean it he's like all right well every time i take you to the range the deal is you have to break it down and clean it so i got a really intimate familiarization with uh, the ak platform before I was old enough to have a learner's permit to drive. What and was it? it? Was it an Orinco or Wasser? What, 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 do you remember what it was? Your first, your first AK. It was, there was a Norinco underfolder, like a spiker. Yeah. 
and there was a Romanian SAR1. Those were the two I grew up on. All right. Uh, I swear we're going to get to the manhood questions, but but last the last one on on the AKs. Which is the AKs word? are manly. This is a manhood question. This I is think. good. Yeah. This is my this is my default. If Brandon d- doesn't give me all the answers I want on manhood, we're just going to talk about guns. <laughs> um, worst. Th- th- you have two choices for the worst AK stock: AMD sixty five Hungary or the underfolder. Oh, I am not a huge fan of either. The underfolder does have a very classic look. It like does, that. but it, it's even more uncomfortable to shoot than the AMD. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, and, and you better not have a magazine that's bigger than 30 rounds because you're not going to be able to fold or unfold. Right, or a drum. Right, right. I'm going to give slight edge to underfolder because at least you can get somewhat of a cheek weld on most of them, whereas the AMD is a optimistic chin weld. <laughs> Exactly. It's a it's a helmet world. Okay, good. That was my first rifle, actually. It was the first rifle I ever owned was an AMD 65. Right, we're talking about the Hungarian AK uh, made by FEG. Right. All right, let's get down to business. I ask all my guests five big questions, and then we have some fun with it. First things first in the manhood hour. Brandon Herrera, is the concept of masculinity, of manhood in America in danger? Absolutely. Absolutely. Between uh, Hollywood targeting, uh, basically any positive male role models that you could possibly have and intentionally it seems uh and just the the devaluation of men in society in general i think that that's the toxic part and if you had to identify of all the different sources where that assault is coming from in military terms the the center of gravity what is it is it the schools the breakup of the family is it hollywood is it social media is it a political party if we had to i say okay this is the big problem which one would you choose of them all i think it's a combination of all of them obviously but i think it is almost like one leading to the other and i actually just thought about this now uh it's probably has something to do with the writers in hollywood the people that are in in charge of the decisions Uh, how characters would be written, the producers that tell the writers how certain characters would be portrayed. I don't imagine a lot of them come from stable homes with good, positive male role models, and I think that reflects in their work. It's probably why they are drawn to the work that they were, statistically speaking, and uh, I think it, it, it shows through. All right, we're talking to Brandon Herrera. He is the AK guy. We've only just scratched the surface of the manhood hour. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Follow him on YouTube, the AK guy on Twitter, the AK guy. If you enjoy the manhood hour, make sure you never, ever miss any of our one-on-ones. Go to Spotify. Go to your favorite podcast platform. Punch in my name, Sebastian Gorka. Subscribe. It's absolutely free. Give us a five-star review. It helps with the dastardly algorithms and share the links with your friends. Christmas is almost upon us. Are you short of some amazing gifts made in America? Go to the store, sebgorkastore.com. The latest is the MAGA Returns t-shirt to celebrate the president's recent announcement at Mar-a-Lago. Trump 2024. MAGA is back. Jointly with Chris Plant, the WMA host here in dc the new fbi t-shirt it is literally our hottest seller we can't make enough of them the fbi fascist bureau of intimidation get yours today that's sebgorkastore.com s-e-b-g-o-r-k-a sebgorkastore.com stay with us for more from the manhood hour with brandon herrera the ak guy
Welcome back to America First, the Manhood Hour with Brandon Herrera, the AK guy. All right, I'm sure you have uh, prepared for Christmas very, very well in advance, unlike me, who is often buying presents the day before. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Uh, If you are, however, a little bit more like Dr. G and um, you enjoy Christmas, it brings you great, great warm memories, will you please just spend a moment thinking about those for whom Christmas is not a joyous time of the year. There are one and a half million girls and boys in this nation who have a mother or father in prison right now. And as we get together for Christmas, they're going to be thinking, where's dad? Where's mom? Is it my fault? Did I do something wrong? Does she still love me? That's why every year we work with the Prison Fellowship Program. Last year, thanks to you, we got gifts to these children, 326,000 of them. Sorry, 200, and I'm a little bit dyslexic, 236,000 children got a Christmas gift from their incarcerated parent with a note from that mother or father and a children's gospel. This year, I want to hit a a third of a million. Will you do that? It's just $25 per child to get them that gift, that Bible, and that note from their parent. Please donate today as much as you can. $125 would be five children whose Christmas you make a little bit better. Easiest way is to go to my website and just go to the Angel Tree tab at the top. Click, you can make your donation there. Or if you prefer, you can phone it in by calling 888 888- 206-2794. Please be generous. You, 70% of these children end up in prison themselves. We need to break that cycle. You can help us today. That's 888-206-2794 or just go to sebgorka.com and click on the Angel Tree banner at the top. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A.com. All right, so um, having grown up in Fayetteville, you must have... Um, a pretty and doing what you do for a living. I mean, could you imagine? He, this guy makes money. He actually makes money to buy all the guns he wants by making shooting. money is the idea, anyway. Yeah, I, well, no, I, look, look, looking at the things you've bought in the last six months, I'm, I don't think you're doing too shabbily, my friend. Okay, so I think you're doing pretty well, despite the fascists at YouTube. Oops, did I say that? Um, but but we've had our run-ins with them. They 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 would like me to be doing probably a little worse than I'm doing currently. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about what YouTube is doing a little bit later. Uh, but given what you do, which is like. I think every man's dream. If, if you've got if you've got a pair of testicles, this is this is the dream job. This is the dream job. Uh, what for you? And let's let's get philosophical. Let's get deep. Let's think about the people you know and, and respect. What for you are the the key definitional aspects of a man? What what is it to be a man? What kind of characteristics for you define a real man? That the thing that the character that is so under assault right now. Before I answer that one, I, I just wanted to thank you for being so inclusive in your definition. Uh, you're, you're, you're testicle owners, not not necessarily men, but owners of testicles want this job. Okay, that um, is good. Will you tweet that out? Because if you don't tweet that out, I will. You know, you, know, you are what, welcome to steal it. Because there's there's this lovely lady we've had on the show many times, Posey Parker out of the UK, who is this hardcore 
anti-trans activist. She is like, women's rights matter. We're not having men, you know, in, in, in the locker rooms with, with young girls. And she got in trouble with the police because she put up a billboard that said, woman, definition, adult female human. So for men, it's just, it, we should have our own t-shirts and billboards that say, what did you say, testicle owner? Testicle owner. Yeah. I like that. Testicle possessor. Let's, let's yeah. do a joint t-shirt. Uh, you know, let, let's, have, let's have a <laughs> America First, Brandon Herrera, testicle owner t-shirt. Testicle owners club. You, you get a members only jacket. <laughs> hey, those jackets were cool 20 years ago. All right, I'm it's writing this. It's called a birth certificate that has mail on it. All right, I'm writing this down, testicle owners club, and we, we, will, have, we will have our merch guys talk to each other. All right, can you just Absolutely. be serious for like 30 seconds, please, Brandon? I will try my best. All right, what for you defines a man? Give, give, it, give us a few aspects. It depends on, uh, by, by man, I'm assuming you mean, uh, or, or like what, what characteristics uh, are of a, a good man? I yeah, guess, yeah, what, what's non-negotiable? To be a real man, to be an upstanding, decent man, what kind of characteristics do you have to uh, demonstrate? There's a lot of the obvious ones that come to mind, like you have to be, you know, um, you know, strong, assertive, you know, all the, 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 the features of, you know, the, the highly testosterone, you know, alpha male type, but one that goes overlooked by a lot of those types, uh, something that my, my dad just, just pressed into my head on my entire childhood, which is just, you have to be a man of your word. Like the, that is the only thing you're born with that you can absolutely keep and nobody can take from you is you have to be honest. And just, if you tell somebody you're going to do something, you're going to do it. Does that mean that um, because for some people it's hard to say no, and when you know you can't, it means saying that you can't? I guess there's a lot. There's a, a big value too in learning to say no. I, I've, I've learned that the you know the crazier our lives get, and and, and 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 if you're a media personality, it's bloody hard because when you're building a, a brand, you want to say yes to everything, right? Yeah, and there's there's also value in that. Like, if you uh, if you're just getting started, like you want to jump on every opportunity you possibly can because it, you know you never know which one is going to be the one that takes you to the next place to the next place. But once you kind of established yourself, there there's value in being able to say no, especially for your own mental health after a while. All right, give us some other ones. So keep being a man of your word, being a person of your word. What what other things uh, for you are non-negotiable characteristics of being a man? I guess being nice to the people that you were once, meaning like when people are just starting out, you know, they, well, that, that's they're interesting. That's up. interesting. Uh, unpack that. Unpack that. Explain that. So, for example, I'll see uh, every once in a while, I'll see somebody that is along the sickening journey that I, I, I took to get where I'm at. And, you know, you see a little piece of yourself in there and yeah. you just kind of want to help them out. Like, you know what? I remember what it was like to be there. I remember being on the grind. I remember starting my first company. I remember all that stuff. And it's like, man, if I can give you a couple pointers that save you three years of your life and a lot of stress, <laughs> I'm obligated to do that. But but you've been, I, I won't say overnight success, but you haven't exactly been doing you know, the YouTube channel for decades. So, so you, you've been, well, I mean, how long have you been doing gun content as the AK guy? Uh, for this current channel, since late 2014 is when I started. I, went, I, I didn't treat I, it like a job. At are first. you kidding? I didn't realize. I've been doing YouTube for about 13 years, I think, uh, in, in various forms. So I kind of I learned the 
the craft, I suppose, really uh -huh. early. I, I learned it in middle school and just kind of kept going with it in different channels, different ways. But I, I only started treating like a job about five years ago, and that's about four, three or four years shy of when it actually started becoming a full-time job. All right, I'm going gonna, gonna to give you 50 seconds to think about it while I do something else. But uh, a couple of things that you would say to that younger person that, that you recognize yourself in. Let's, let's share some of that wisdom because you really have built something. We're talking to Brandon Herrera here. He guy the the ak guy this is the manhood hour uh, if you enjoy our show follow us we're on all social media platforms except the fascistic youtube we are on twitter on truth social on instagram on facebook on parlor on getter on telegram on clout hub you name it the most important of all is of course our new Substack. check out my latest article that's sebastiangorka.substack.com sebastiangorka.substack.com My pillow is excited to announce the original. My slippers are back in stock. Last Christmas, you made our slippers the number one selling my pillow product, and now they have added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. What makes my slippers different is the exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My slippers' patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve the stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere, and save ninety dollars off with your promo code Gorka. That's only $49.98 a pair. You're absolutely going to love my slippers and now they are also extending their 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2023, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. Go now to MyPillow.com, promo code Gorka, or call 800-829-8468. That is code G-O-R-K-A to save $90, only pay $49.98. Quantities won't last. Order now, MyPillow.com. Welcome back to America First, the Manhood Hour with Brandon Herrera, the AK Guy. If you enjoy the show, support those who make it possible. Great Americans like Mike Lindell. He is a patriot. He's a truth teller. The left wants to destroy him. You heard the story he told recently on our show uh, of being ambushed by three unmarked FBI cars that demanded him to surrender his cell phone, not because he's a drug dealer or a criminal, but because he's a conservative and friend of President Trump's. They are refusing to stock his items at the big box stores. Even Walmart have canceled him. But he's got an amazing website, over 150 items, special discounts, BOGOs for Christmas. He sold 71 million, 71 million of the my pillows, the pillows that never lose their shape, never get hot. I love them. I'm, t I'm, I'm traveling with mine wherever I go. I take my travel pillow, get, use my name for up to 66% off. Go to mypillow.com, promo code GORKA. You can call 800 uh, uh, sorry, 800-829-8468 to give them your order or just go to MyPillow.com. That's 800-829-8468, MyPillow.com. But you've got to use the secret code, G-O-R-K-A. All right, so let's, 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 um, let's live that characteristic that you mentioned. Um, it's, an, uh, it's an amazing gift you can give anyone to save them some you know, blood, sweat, toil. What, what, give us a big piece of advice to somebody who wants to be their own boss, which is the dream, wants to provide content in whatever platform they may choose. G give us one of these words of wisdom, Brandon. So this is something that I actually have been able to pass on to somebody else and uh, 
God, I hope he took my advice. Uh, this is probably the number one thing I wish I could go back in time, like five years and tell myself. Because uh, everybody tells you, you know, you have to work hard, you have to grind, you have to, you know, you know, miss some sleep every now and again. You've got to really just work every, every waking hour you have to work. And I, I agree with that to a large degree, but I, I want to put like a little asterisk next to it that nobody ever tells you. Uh, don't lose sleep and don't stress for no reason. If you're not being productive, get some sleep. Yeah. Like, like is not very good at it. I, I felt guilty anytime I wasn't working. In the very beginning, I'm like, man, it's either this or I, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like this. So is you mean like like burning it at both ends, burning the candle at both yeah. ends because you felt if you're not doing something, I I'm not winning. Yeah, anytime I'm awake that I could be, you know, watching a movie or playing video games or hanging with my friends, that could be time that right. I could be working on this YouTube thing or I could be working on because I had the gun business going at the same time. And I was really just kind of and I was doing real estate on the side part time. Like I was really just trying to make it work no matter what. And there were several like all nighters, all night, multiple all nighters in a row that I just felt like I had to succeed. And I wish I could go back and say, like, man, slow down. Like if if you're not being productive or if, you know, the sleep that you're losing is making you make worse decisions the next day or whatever, just, just knock it off. Get eight hours of sleep yeah. if you need it and just did, only did you, only put the work in when there's work to be done. Did you work that out by yourself uh, just because you had to or did somebody say, dude, just, just, just take eight hours? A lot of people were telling me that at the time. Right. Uh, it just it, it's you, you get in your head and you think they just don't get it. They're not as driven as I am. But in reality, you if you're not being learn where to place your time, like time management is more important than how much time you chuck at a, at a, at a task. All right. Give me one more quick one. Oh, man, you're just you're milking it out of me. I didn't have time for, to prep. For I that. know this is why it's uh, fun. <laughs> we're squeezing the stone, dude. For every overnight, and this is not mine, but I, I just believe it's very true. Uh, with every overnight success, is half a decade of work that nobody <laughs> paid attention to. <laughs> so and true. I, it, I, it, everybody says that you oh you're an overnight success. Like no, you just you. Well, just I, I just did it. I, I, I just over, you know? I just did it with you. Like you've been doing it for like 13 years. Like uh, uh, that's uh, okay. what brought it to my mind actually. Because and it, it's 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 human nature, right? Like that's right. what you assume. It's like when I became aware of this person is when they began to exist in the public conscious. And and this is one of I'm going to sound like an old bastard now. This is one of the biggest problems with the 20 something generation. I mean, they really think that success is a, a, a switch you flick and then it, it literally is overnight. And, and sorry, guys, in Hungary, and I, I, I spent 15 years in Hungary and my parents were from Hungary. There's a, a phrase, fovagash, which means chopping wood, splitting wood. And you have to do about a decade of fovagash in any field if you want to even start to get on the bottom rung. And anything else is a flash in the pan, and it doesn't mean anything. So, guys, listen to this individual. Make, make time to just switch off and relax and, or just get some kip. Uh, and, and also, you've got to do some wood splitting. There, there are no over. If somebody is an overnight success, I'll tell you something. It's like winning the lottery. That overnight success will last about a night, and then it's gone. And then it disappears because it's just a fad. We're talking to, oh, we're sounding so philosophical. Brandon Herrera, the AK guy. I'm Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to the President of the United States. This is the Manhood Hour coming from just outside the insalubrious, fetid, rank, malodorous swamp that is Washington, D.C. from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor, if you're in daily pain, if you've tried everything else and failed to 
find relief. Do what I did. Take Relief Factor. It works and has liberated half a million Americans across the country. Not just me, but people like Leah from Ohio. This is Leah's story. One Sunday morning, I sat on my couch in so much pain I was in tears. That's the day I ordered Relief Factor. Following directions, in eight days I found relief, only to get better and better. I'm a believer 100%. That should be you. That could be you. There's only one way to find out. Do what I did. Order the three-week quick starter pack at com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Leah, and 500,000 of your fellow Americans. Call right now, 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. That's 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Factor.com. We'll be back with Brandon Herrera, the AK guy, and more from the Manhood Hour in a moment. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back to America First, the Manhood Hour with Brandon Herrera, the AK Guy. All right, this is my favorite question because we get such a variegated, such a a, a varied uh, slew of responses from our guests. What, who have been the greatest influences to you as a child, as a young man, in your understanding of what it is to be a true man? We've had Jack Carr, who launched the series, saying it was the fictional heroes he read about in you know, Cold War novels. We've had football coaches. We've had a certain teacher. Of course, for many people, if they're lucky, it is their father. Who was it for Brandon? A lot of that was uh, my father. He was very much a man of principle, almost to a fault occasionally, uh, where it, it didn't matter if something was a good idea. That was the thing that you do because this is what men do or this is what he thought was right uh, and very rarely ever deviated from that. So I had a very good, uh, strong male influence growing up. Uh, also, like and as far as like a, a few years ago, I'll say maybe like four years ago, I, I would do a lot of reading. Like I would read a lot of nonfiction when I was very first started to get into like business and such. And I, I took an interest in psychology and stuff. And that's where I found out about Jordan Peterson and uh, his 10 rules for life yes. was probably one of the more influential books I've ever read. It's fan fantastic book. If, if you're in the market for it, especially if you're the kind of person that it's talking to, which is a large chunk of the population, I would highly recommend reading it. If you haven't, it's fantastic. I'm sure you have. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he's, uh, there's a reason that he sold tens of millions of copies. And when he goes on a speaking tour, he, he'll fill any venue uh, out there. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I understand that. All right. What is the um, syllabus? We look at the next generation. We look at the boys. Uh, what do we need to be teaching young men? I'll, I'll tell you an anecdote I shared on the show last Friday. So I was away uh, in Nashville on business to see Governor Huckabee for his, his show. And I get a phone call uh, as I'm in Nashville from my son saying, Dad, I think somebody's broke into our home. My, my wife is at a, a dinner downtown. There's a broken window. There's ransacked room. The guns have been pulled out of the closet. His, his jewelry, his, his valuables, his laptop are on the, on the table. And um, we dealt with it. We dealt with it. But to see my son in the ring doorbell camera, uh, five minutes later as the squad cars were rolling up, and he's got on his back his live, because I bought it for him. It's not a fake one. Lord of the Rings uh, sword that's five foot long and the Remington 870 Mariner stainless 12 gauge my wife keeps by the bed, uh, you know, in his arms telling the police, by the way, I'm armed, so don't shoot me. I think I did my job. I think my son's ready. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's got a syllabus that I've part, given over to him. What would be on your syllabus? What, what are the minimum things that, that you know, a 10-year-old kid has to be told right now that is masculinity and that matters? I'm, I'm just impressed he was ready for hand-to-hand combat. That's, uh, that's he's, incredible. He, he's 23 and he's six foot six, and he's a former D1 athlete. So he, the, sword, the sword was a nice added uh, you know, effort, but he, he'll, he can look after himself. I would uh, I would be more afraid of him with the sword than the shotgun. I think it's <laughs> um, an interesting question. I think that it's uh, it needs to be reiterated a lot at home because it's not being reiterated anywhere else that it is okay to to have masculine values. Yeah, and that and that doesn't mean what the media seems to think it does. Like every time you hear of uh, you know some sort of you know masculinity, this it's catcalling. It's you know, rape culture, it's, uh, that's, that's not what being a man is about. Like there's, there's just a certain, you know, this, this chivalrous honor code that like, it, it doesn't have to be toxic in expression, so to speak. But and just, the, uh, but just what you said that kind of, it's true, but it blows my mind that we have to reiterate that it's okay to be a man. I mean, how did we get here, Brandon? Well, I, I feel like it's just they've changed the definition of what being masculine is. And I think they're, they're winning the way they've always won, which is in definitions. They steal your language first. Right. Um, and we, it's, uh, it's a shame. All right. So um, when you look at the last, for me, and I, you know, I'd like you to respond to this. For me, the last two years has been a real wake-up call because of how America was founded. For me, it's not a cliche. It was rugged individualism. It was the pioneer spirit. It was taking on the greatest empire the world has ever seen. And and when I look at American response to COVID, the biggest lacuna, the biggest vacuum I see is just a rampant lack of courage. Why it was, you know, one gym owner in New Jersey, one restaurant owner in California who says, screw you, Fauci, I'm not closing down my business. How disturbed are you that there seems to be not an epidemic of a Chinese virus, but an epidemic of of lack of courage? I don't know necessarily that there was. And that's the thing. I think it's, it's who we've allowed to control the conversation. That's good. 
because it's it's I I I saw it a lot in individuals that I was around. I know all my boys still. We we all worked in the shop through COVID. We we basically called it for what it was. We 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 quarantined for two, for the first two weeks when they said more or less. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of see, okay, what what is this thing? Once we realized, oh, okay, we looked at the data and we're like, oh, okay, so this is really nothing to be worried about. We went up, we went business as usual. And uh, I know a lot of people that were like that. And if they weren't like that, then they kind of came around to it in the you know months to follow, especially when things started getting worse with the vaccine mandates and such. I mean, there's a reason why the unvaccinated rates are so high in America is even with all of the pressure, all the political pressure, all of the uh, employment uh, pressure, there are people who were going to lose their entire jobs. There's people who did out of principle. So what, what are you I saying? Are, are, the... are you saying there was more courage than I think? Or are you saying? I think so. Okay, good. I... I think there. I think that there is because the amount of people in this country that were willing to walk away from their sole means of providing for their family out of principle, that speaks volumes. Because you don't need fifty percent of people to think the way you do. You need a very strong five percent. <laughs> that's uh, that's how seventeen seventy six happened. In fact, back then it wasn't even three percent. Yes, the bumper sticker is cool. Latest studies yeah. show it was between two and one and a half percent. One and a half percent of the colonial residents of the British Empire in the Americas that actually decided to fight the British. I like that. I need to get out of my stinking D.C. bubble more often and uh, meet these people. I think I'm going to see them along with you in SHOT Show imminently. Uh, we're talking to Brandon I Herrera. I so. Yeah, well, we're going to have some fun. We're going to smoke cigars again on the, on the floor of the casino. Uh, we, we are talking to the AK guy. Follow him right now on YouTube, follow him on Twitter. I'm Sebastian Gorka. You are listening to the Manhood Hour. If you have one of these dastardly devices, if you have a cell phone, please guarantee for me that it is not connected to the big cell phone companies. You know who they are. I was with Verizon when they surrendered to Nancy Pelosi's January 6th committee and handed over not, handed over not only my cell phone data, but the data of my wife and my children. I said, that's it. You're woke. You're cowards. I switched to the only conservative cell phone company, Christian cell phone company in America. It's Patriot Mobile. They have the same nationwide coverage. You can keep your old number. You'll get free activation with my name and guess what they're on your side they've donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to things you believe in like the first amendment the second amendment the sanctity of life they have an amazing u.s-based customer support team they have plans to fit every budget special discounts for veterans and first responders so please do not fund people who hate you and america with every call you make and every text you send Join the good guys today. It's super easy. Just call 972-PATRIOT or go to patriotmobile.com slash Gorka. That's 972-728-7468 or patriotmobile.com slash G-O-R-K-A. Stay with us for more on the Manhood Hour after this break. Welcome back to America First, the Manhood Hour with Brandon Herrera. Hunting with Kyle Rittenhouse, then make a movie with Alec Baldwin. Yeah, no, we can go hunting anytime you want. I don't think I'll ever make a movie with Alec. I don't want to make a movie with Alec Baldwin. You know, I don't like getting 
shot in the chest particularly? No, not really. No. Yeah, muzzle discipline and trigger discipline. Not exactly his strong suit. That is a sample of the dark humor that is redolent on the AK Guys channel. Great interview. I think it's the longest kind of fun interview I've seen with Carl Rittenhouse. We need to have him on the Manhood Hour because... He demonstrated masculinity, serving the community, uh, and then protecting the vulnerable. That's why he was there. Um, he's a great for a guy his age. The way he comported himself in in court, absolutely stunning. If you haven't seen that episode of the AK Guys show, you need to go and watch it after we've finished here on America First. Um, given he is the future, he is a young man. He is, you know, in the, I think like 20 or 21. Here's the He's last question. 19. What? Uh, oh, Kyle is 19. He hasn't turned 20 yet? No, he's he's still a young buck. That's that's what blows my mind. Like I have to remind myself in interactions with him. Like Jesus, this kid is only he is only nineteen. That's incredible. That's incredible. All right, so let's talk about the future. Um, are you pessimistic, or are you optimistic when it comes to the future of masculinity and manhood in our civilization and our republic, Brandon? Honestly, a little bit of both, if that makes sense. Oh. Uh, I, I don't think the direction as a whole for the country is good, but I see a resurgence in smaller circles of the ideas of traditional uh, traditional values, traditional masculinity. And that doesn't mean necessarily – and that's funny because that, that has repercussions for men too. Because people think traditional values, traditional gender roles, you know, what have you. They think woman belongs in the kitchen, do what I want, you know, uh, house wench. And that's not really the way it is. There's a lot uh, that men have to do to hold up their end of the bargain. You have to be the protector, the provider. You have to be respectful. Like, there's a lot of things that go along with that. And and there's a lot of guys, like, I would only say the mis- the, the misogynist type, the, the chauvinist type, uh, really only like one half of that. It's like, no, no, no. As, as a man, you also have your responsibilities. Bingo. And it's there's there's a lot to it. Bingo. All right, uh, we're out of time. Sadly, we'll do this again, or we'll do some kind of videos out at the range uh, at Shot Show. Is there any website, any place they can go for AK Guy swag? Shout it out now. Bunker Branding. Uh, if you go to the Influencer tab, we're there under the AK Guy uh, if you want to support the channel that way. But uh, yeah, if, if you're into dark humor and firearm stuff, uh, <laughs> then my channel over Brandon Herrera on YouTube is, uh, that's where we do it. But All right. uh, it's always a pleasure coming on, man. Oh, it's so much, so much fun. Uh, Bunker Branding, correct? Yes, sir. Bunker branding and go to the tab influencer, AK guy, because he's an influencer. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Subscribe to this guy. Merry, Merry Christmas. This has been the Manhood Hour with me, your host, Sebastian Gorka. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never back down. We will never, ever surrender. My fellow Americans, our movement is far from over. In fact, our fight has only just begun. Our fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation Conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty 
Sebastian Gorka. Well, you should know that Whalen is a Trump voter, and he made the mistake of saying so on social media. He's paying the price for that now. Brittany Griner is not. She's got very different politics. Brittany Griner despises the United States. She's been very vocal about that. This country is so repellent and immoral that two years ago she said, quote, I honestly feel we should not play the national anthem during our basketball season. She hates the country so much. She doesn't want to hear its anthem. That's the kind of position that gets you rewarded by Joe Biden. Hate America? Perfect. We'll free the guy who sold weapons to drug cartels to get you out early. That's what your government did yesterday. All Americans should be gotten out of hell holes. Greetings, my friends. It's Friday. It's America First. Your host, Sebastian Gorka. Second Amendment Friday. We should try and rescue all Americans from stinking hellholes. But there is something to be politically analyzed here. When the person who avowedly hates America, who is a paragon of the divisive identity politics of this nation, who is celebrated. In fact, Van Jones said on CNN yesterday that Brittany Griner is America because she's black and lesbian. I'm not sure what America Van Jones lives in. As far as I'm concerned, America isn't defined by homosexuality and skin color would be a very, I don't think any country is defined by homosexuality and skin color. That would be a very perverse nation to live in. But the fact that that individual who smuggled drugs into Russia was freed at the expense of releasing the most dangerous arms dealer in the world, a man who threatened the lives of Americans and who will do so again, in the face of releasing a multiple combat veteran, a Marine who isn't homosexual, as far as I know, who's most definitely white, and that we now know is a Trump supporter, tells you everything you need to know. We were promised unity. We were promised that this commander-in-chief would bring us all back together. He's dividing us more, more and more every day, and he's doing so with the acquiescence and the collusion of Silicon Valley. Yesterday... Part two of the so-called Twitter files was dropped by a left-wing journalist who is working with Elon Musk, the new owner of Twitter. And we now know that what was said, well, let's just, let's put it in the words of my buddy, Dan Bongino, who is a subject of the new Twitter files drop, 
who was who was shadow banned, who was censored at the request of political forces by one of the most important platforms in the world. I don't know if he watches this network, and I have no idea. I don't know Elon Musk. I never met him. But sincerely and candidly, from the bottom of my heart, I can't thank you enough. You have done an enormous service. Now, forget that it's about America. This is a global issue. we got the EU trying to censor Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. What you have done to change the history of big tech and free speech around the world is an enormous, enormous lift. And the fact that he may lose money, I don't think he will. He's a very entrepreneurial guy. I'll probably fix Twitter. But that he may lose billions over this effort. Listen, I love the guy or hate the guy. I love his politics or hate his politics. This guy did an enormous service for freedom. He has done an enormous service for freedom. I was waiting for him to actually provide us some smoking guns, and he has. Let's put up the evidence. These are internal screenshots from Twitter that were part of the drop. They refer to the accounts of people like Dan Bongino, a conservative. They concern people like my Salem colleague, Charlie Kirk. This is a tab inside Twitter, a tab that says do not amplify, meaning do not let people see what this person is posting on their Twitter account. Let's show another one of these tabs inside Twitter. Search blacklist. There's an internal tool in Twitter to blacklist anyone they don't like. So when you go into Twitter's search box and you type in Sebastian Gorka or Dan Bongino or Charlie Kirk or Libs of TikTok or Tucker Carlson, if they've pressed the search blacklist tab, then you won't find them. They will be suppressed. Now, why is this an issue? Well, listen to what we were told under oath by the former CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, Mr. Rasputin, who was asked a very, very simple question on the floor of Congress. I want to start by making something very clear. We don't consider political viewpoints, perspectives, or party affiliation in any of our policies or enforcement decisions. Period. Impartiality is our guiding principle. Let me explain why. We believe many people use Twitter as a digital public square. They gather from all around the world to see what's happening and have a conversation about what they see. Twitter cannot rightly serve as a public square if it's constructed around the personal opinions of its makers. We believe a key driver of a thriving public square is the fundamental human right of freedom of opinion and expression. That's perjury. The technical term for that is perjury, lying under oath. Inside Twitter, there was a secret group. I'm reading now from the post-millennial Libby Emmons. This is a direct quote. This secret group included the head of legal policy and trust, Vijaya Gade, the global head of trust and safety. I mean, what Orwellian terms. The global head of trust and safety, Yoel Roth, and Jack Dorsey, Twitter CEO. And after Dorsey left, the new CEO, Parag Agrawal, 
a secret group that shadow banned political voices that did not comport with their ideology or their political identity. It's one thing. We're a free country. The fact that more than 92% of Twitter employees are Democrats and on public records have donated to Democrat candidates, that's absolutely their right. But if that political identity led to secret groups being created to crush the views of those who aren't Democrats, well, let me assure you of one thing. As the child of those who escaped communist oppression, you need to censor those who disagree with the elite. The first thing you do when you take over a country in the olden days is you take over the ministries, you take over the police, you take over the radio headquarters. That's what happened across the world where communists took power. Today, it's a little different. Today, you have to take over the social media hubs of information. As my good friend Chris Plant says, you must obtain information dominance. Whatever happens, and I will be on a Twitter spaces to discuss all of this 6 o'clock tomorrow, Saturday, 6 o'clock Eastern, You can find the invitation at the top of my Twitter feed. Anybody can join. Anybody can ask a question if the hosts see you raise your hand electronically. Whatever happens, Elon Musk, thank you. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First coming to you live from the ReliefFactor.com studios. If you enjoy the show, you can't miss. We have an amazing Manhood Hour interview in the third hour. Go to Spotify. Never miss a second. Subscribe. It's free. Plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Write us a five-star review. It matters. Share it with your friends. And don't forget, check out our store. I've got some amazing announcements. Santa Claus has arrived early. I've got some amazing gear here on my desk. Everything made in America. If you need some superb America First gifts, go right now. SebGorkaStore.com. That's SebGorkaStore.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.